Thank you for joining us in The Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. At the soul of The Me Suite is the conviction that we should run our own personal lives with the same discipline that C-Suites use to run the companies we most admire. The C-Suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living the core values? Number two, is everything humming smoothly day to day? And number three, how do we stay fresh and relevant for the future? We should run our own individual lives no differently. What we value, how we make others feel, how we operate, how we make and spend money, how we stay fresh and relevant, all are decisions we should be making about our own lives. You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality to run our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. On this episode of the Me Suite, we're going to focus on the chief marketing officer role and specifically the role that the CMO has in being a brand ambassador. In the Fortune 2019 list of most admired brands, companies like Apple, Starbucks, Disney, Netflix, JP Morgan were rising to the top of their list. Because at its essence, a brand is what someone thinks when they hear your name. And it's what they think around perceptions, feelings, qualities, attributes, what someone thinks when they hear your name. So today, for the Me Suite, we're going to be learning what chief marketing officers do when they're being a brand ambassador. We're going to be learning for what we need to be doing in our own Me Suite for our own brand. And I have the perfect episode guest for this topic. Her name is Precious Price. She is the founder and CEO of The Brand Table. It's an online platform for young professionals to help them take control of their own brand. She is also a podcast host. The podcast is called The Strategy Behind Branding Yourself. You might have seen her out there. She's a panelist, a workshop leader, a keynote speaker, truly, truly living her own brand and coaching others to build their own brands. Welcome, Precious Price. Thank you, Donna. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. So because you are an avid listener to all of my podcasts, you know that I start with core values. Could you share your core values with us? Yes. I would define my core values. Number one, definitely integrity, right? And I feel like a ton of people say integrity, Mm -hmm. but integrity for me is I'm an overthinker. And when you think about Mm -hmm. integrity as an overthinker, it's like even when you think no one is watching you, someone is still watching you, right? (laughs) My second one, I would say, Mm -hmm. is being self Now, it sounds weird, right? It's not being full of yourself, but I think that there's a negative connotation when people say being selfish. I would say selfish, but I I don't want that negative connotation, Uh right? Being self-full. So understanding that you have to have your full self Mm -hmm. in order to pour into others. You have to have a full glass, right? It has to be full. So you cannot pour into anyone else unless you are full. And I actually like to say, unless you're overflowing. Because so that you stay full, even when you're pouring into others, right? pour into them when you are overflowing. So that second value would be being self-full. And then that last piece would be evolution, right? Okay. Uh, I think it's very important for us to look at our life and just all of our experiences as a journey and constantly changing. I think Mm -hmm. we, we feel like we have to have it all figured out at one point, but that change is really what I guess brings about 
the best creativity, right? The change is really what brings about the best ideas and the change is what allows you to kind of pivot and figure out what's working and what's not. So I'd say evolution is that third one. Wonderful. Integrity, self-full, and evolution. And you mentioned you're an overthinker with integrity. So let's overthink about branding yourself for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll switch topics and go into where do you begin? How do you start to begin to advise people on what it means to identify mm-hmm. and then nurture your own brand? Mm-hmm. So really what I like, where I like to start with my mm-hmm. own clients, right, is analyzing the relationships and the friendships and the experiences that you've already had. I think a lot of the times when people think about their own brand, right, they like to think that it is something that you, I guess, full on create yourself. And I'm not necessarily a believer in that. I think your brand is part of what like people put on to you, mm-hmm. but also what you want to take on as well. You can't just outright say like for me, right? Uh-huh. Just to give you some background, I'm a terrible dancer. I cannot okay. <laughs> come on and say, all right, now I want to change my brand. I am going, I'm going and I'm on a journey to be the best dancer in the United States. Mm-hmm. I can't do that because people don't know me as that person, right? Okay. I don't have any experience with that. That isn't who I am, right? Mm-hmm. That pe- I haven't operated in that space. So when I tell people, when you're starting to create that brand, mm-hmm. you need to look at the experiences that you've already went through, right? So a few questions that you can ask yourself is, you know, what do people come to me for already? Mm-hmm. What are they looking to me for as, say, an expert or industry leader? When Uh your friends call you up and they're asking for advice, what is that on? Uh Not just, you know, guys or girls or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. really what are they asking you about? And then even furthermore, what do you really enjoy doing? Mm -hmm. Because there's a there's kind of like a space or kind of a disconnect at times between what people look at us for and then what we actually enjoy doing. Like. When you look at your career, right, I know a lot of your listeners may be in their career at the peak of their career, Mm -hmm. but they may have a career and they're looking to step out into entrepreneurship or what have you. Mm -hmm. You look at your career and sometimes for a lot of people, it's like, well, I do this, but it's not my passion. Mm -hmm. Just do it because I'm good at it. Well, take you got to peel back the layers. Uh What pieces of that actual position do you like to do? Maybe it's not, say, for instance, engineering. Maybe it's not actually the engineering that you like, the architecture or something like mm-hmm. that. But it's that aspect of figuring out how different pieces or different aspects of an entire picture work together to create a landscape. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you like. So I tell people all the time, peel back the layers of what you do. Because we look at it for face value all the time of, uh, I don't like doing this or this isn't setting me up for anything when really those are the foundational steps that are going to help you to identify how you are going to further develop and hone your brand. Yeah, this is interesting. There's a podcast episode that I have called Options Are Power. And I believe there's four ways to really build those options. Mm-hmm. They they are people, yeah. the people that you bring into your network. You were referencing, analyze your relationships, your yes. friendships. The second one is to think more broadly and fungibly about your skills. Mm -hmm. So this engineering example is an interesting one. Exactly. Maybe you don't like engineering, but you're a terrific problem solver, Mm -hmm. right? And the other ones are finance and health that we won't go down a rat hole in right now. (laughs) Um, But it's interesting because you're making me think differently about how being more strategic about your brand Mm -hmm. is also fueling more options. Exactly. And I believe options are power. 
options are power, right? Like you have to understand that when you give yourself options, like I think it goes back to that values piece that we were talking about, mm-hmm. right? Of evolution. Mm-hmm. I think evolution in in a sense is options, right? Like back when I first started in this branding game, mm-hmm. I was not doing sort of business branding. I wasn't doing personal branding. Mm-hmm. I was doing career branding. How can you brand yourself to get the job that you want? How can uh. you brand yourself to sort of Tell them at a networking or career fair, hey, I am the one that you want to hire. Yeah. That's what I started out doing. And I look like if you ask me now if I want to do that, I would say no. No, mm. not not at all. But it's looking at that evolution to say, okay, that was one piece or option that I had that mm-hmm. I was doing. And when I pivoted and sort of reanalyzed my goals, I'm like, all right, let me step into something new. Yeah. Oh, and it was completely natural. Yeah. Completely natural for you. So— uh, I, I'm not sure if I cut you off, so let me go back and make sure I didn't cut you off. Mm-hmm. You first were your first step of advice was analyze mm-hmm. your friendships and relationships, what people come to you for, and what you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Was it are those the two to remember? The two to remember, okay. and then that last piece is understanding mm-hmm. who you actually serve. Right? Okay. I think that no matter what position that we play in in life, we all have an audience. We all have people who we serve or who are looking to us for, say, advice, I guess, inspiration or what have you. Mm -hmm. So it's understanding who those people are. And I actually think that it falls into, I say, three categories, right? Mm -hmm. You have your first category of those people who want to emulate you. Mm -hmm. So those people who may be um, your little sister, your your little brother, people who are graduating now from your alma mater and they're looking Uh to you like, hey, how can I do what you did? Those are the people who want to emulate you. You want to identify who those people are. Mm -hmm. That second piece are those who want to collaborate with you. Mm -hmm. These are your peers, right? These are those people who are you, as you're going up the ladder, whether that's your corporate ladder, your business ladder, or what have you, yeah. you all are calling on each other for insight of, okay, this is what I'm doing, sharing experiences. Mm-hmm. So you emulate, collaborate. And then that last piece is those who you want to, for lack of better terms, connect with. Those who you want to connect with, right? So uh-huh. those who are maybe in a position that you want to be in. Mm-hmm. And these are those people who you want to learn from and you want to keep them updated on your progress, whether that's your brand, your business, your career, what have you. Okay. But identifying people in those three buckets, that is who your audience is. So emulate, collaborate, and for now we're going to say connect. Connect, yeah. This may be a curveball question. Mm-hmm. You might not have given this one thought. Let's see. Are these things that you're saying about an individual and their brand in a career the same core tenets that you would say to someone who has chosen to stay at home, raise a family? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Like, I, so as far as identifying, you know, your relationships, right, and identifying mm-hmm. who your audience is, I would say that same piece goes yeah. for people who are willing, who are going to stay at home. So I think it. I feel like we may have talked about this, but those three pieces, right, of maybe you're going for your career, you're going for business, and then maybe you're just staying at home and you're, like, you're managing your family, right? You're taking care of home. I do think that those all apply because when I talk with my clients, right, I always tell people Mm -hmm. the same way that these companies are running is the same way that we should run our lives. Yeah. As successful as they've become, we can become just as successful by adopting their values. I think that's all about what the Suite is about, right? Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. Although I think you said it better than I do. (laughs) (laughs) When you are counseling, whether it's through your podcast or the, your podcast is called The Strategy Behind Branding Yourself, whether it's through your podcast or through your other online coaching, 
Is there a particular thing you find people struggle with the most that's like the common denominator of branding challenges? Mm -hmm. Or are they just always going to be different for everybody? Oh, no. There is a common denominator. And I think that common denominator is identifying your true value behind your brand, right? Okay. Because when people... So let's pull it all the way back. When Mm -hmm. people think about their brand, right? Initially, they think about... What do they do? Like, if you go on LinkedIn, uh-huh. a lot of people's headlines, your yeah. headline, I like to say, is your brand. Uh-huh. A lot of people's headline is student at Georgia Tech, uh-huh. uh, analyst at amazing consulting firm. Uh-huh. They think that that is their brand. When mm. really your brand isn't necessarily exactly like literally what you're doing or the product that you're selling or the service that you're selling. Your brand is the outcome that you provide to your audience when they take on or they complete that product or that service. Does that make sense? Yes. And so much so, I want to hit this one really hard. I want to say it again. Do you mean that your brand is not your role? Correct. Your brand is not your role. Okay. Say it again. Your brand (laughs) is not your role. Wow. It is the outcome that you are providing to Uh people. What value do you provide to them? How is interacting with you, Mm -hmm. interacting with Donna today, going to make my life better, going to make my day better? How am I going to feel following interacting with you? That is what you want to think about when you think about your brand. And I love, you you know, the Maya Angelou quote of... what matters is how you make people feel. Yes. We, we, we all know that beautiful, beautiful quote mm-hmm. that I will not pretend to, re, to re-say wrongly, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, yeah. right? Like, it, they're not, like, if you, if you look at, say, for instance, I've been to, for me, I've been to a number of conferences where mm-hmm. people are pitching ideas, right? They're pitching their startups, they're pitching their products, their services, what have you. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily remember the product that they have. Right. You remember What is that going to do for me? I tell people all of the time, people don't necessarily care about you and your product. Mm -hmm. They care about what is it going to do for them. Like everyone, it's terrible, right? But we all are a little selfish. We care about ourselves. Like how is this going to serve me? How is this going to make me better? So Mm -hmm. I think when you're thinking or trying to cultivate your own personal brand, those are the pieces that you need to think about of, when people come to you, how are they going to be better? Mm-hmm. I think it is natural, too, because they're, we're bombarded with so much. We have to prioritize what we take in. Yeah. So I, I think a, a, there is a healthy dose of, of selfishness. Yes. He- for like sure. A healthy dose of selfishness. Yeah. Like understanding yeah. like who you are and what you bring mm-hmm. to the table. Taking and I think, control. Exactly. Taking mm-hmm. control. And I tell people all the time that, especially with your personal brand and you looking at it in the lens of, say, a chief marketing officer, a chief mm-hmm. communication officer. It's understanding, like like you said, what do you bring to the table? But mm-hmm. then even furthermore, that value, that outcome, and really communicating that to other people because that's what those CMOs and those CCOs do. Right. They are communicating the brand to other people. Yeah, so the challenge for MeSuite listeners is, what are you doing in the MeSuite to have a mindset and discipline of a chief marketing officer for your own brand? Mm-hmm. I would say one piece that I did want to highlight was mm-hmm. I would like to charge all of the listeners mm-hmm. with truly using, you know, these next couple of days, these next couple of weeks to go back to identifying, I say, a hobby, right? Mm-hmm. So I read something online within like I think the last week where it was saying that mm-hmm. as we're progressing, we are getting past 
this idea of hobbies because everything that we like, everything has to be a side hustle. Everything has Mm -hmm. to make us money. And we're not at the, we've gotten past the point of just doing things for the fulfillment of ourselves and to just feel good because we like to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's in those instances of just doing things like hot yoga or like Mm -hmm. running or something like that where we become the most creative and then we can really analyze our experiences, our relationships to identify that brand. Because like you said, it's already there. You can't necessarily create a brand, right? But you Mm -hmm. can hone, you can sharpen, and you can develop what's already there. Yeah, I love it. I might try to build a brand this year that's around the concept of experimentation. Mm -hmm. I just did my very first yoga. Yes. I am running my very first race, a 10K, in Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks. First, first, first. Yes. So may- maybe I'll start to nurture a brand of experimentation. Yes, we'll a brand see. of experimentation, just hobbies and enjoying yeah. yourself because that's yeah. what's going to get the creativity going and allow the listeners to truly enjoy this me suite. Yeah, amazing. So I want to close again with a reminder of what is a brand, what someone thinks when they hear your name. And if listeners are interested in pursuing that further with you and getting more coaching, joining into your podcasts and hearing your interviews, they can find you at preciouscprice.com, correct? Yes, correct. And that is also all of my social handles as well. Of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. Consistency brand. (laughs) Consistency brand and thoughtfulness. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Well, Precious, you're changing the world. You really are. You're just such an impressive talent. And I really appreciate you taking time to share this with us today. Mm-hmm. I think we have an awful lot to learn from you. And you will see me tracking all of your social media as a friendly, admiring stalker. Mm-hmm. So thank, thank you. you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, down. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us in the Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. Have we got you thinking about your core values and what you're needing in your own me suite? Subscribe to the podcast. Share your core values with us and visit me on Facebook or at themesuite.com. That's the-me-suite.com. Suite like executive suite. Themesuite.com. That's the-me-suite.com. The Me Suite, a source of power for the life-minded. <laughs>